Hello friends, Maestro here bringing you episode 280 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about whether or not you should join Clubhouse and whether or not you should join, use, start using whatever, TikTok. I'm actually really freaking excited about this one. But first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. One. Hello, 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 friends. Let's jump on into this. I am actually stoked about this. I'm recording this one super early because I'm so excited about it. Wanting to talk about Clubhouse and TikTok. And honestly, what we're going to talk about could relate to any kind of social media platform. But speaking specifically about the new kids on the block, Clubhouse and TikTok. So, as always, and I kind of hate this phrase, it depends. I hate that phrase because I believe that we should put something after and say what it depends on. So, whether or not you should join Clubhouse, whether or not you should join and use TikTok depends on quite a few things. One, what's your goal? Two, what do you like doing? Three, what are you good at? Four, where are you currently at? You know, like how your business is currently doing, where you're at with things will absolutely, uh, you know, affect whether or not, you know, the next actions and next steps you should take. Do you already have traction somewhere? Do you already have eyes and audience somewhere? Uh, and, and what are you actually doing, right? So what is your goal? But what are you doing? What are you selling? What are you promoting? Who is your audience? Who are your, your customers? That's going to affect, Rupert is on the chair right now. Always. That's going to affect what you do. So... Let's start off with Clubhouse. First off, I'm not super familiar with the, with the platform. I'm on there. I literally just went over to take my handle. I've jumped into like two rooms and I was like, this is not for me. Um, but if you don't know what Clubhouse is, you can Google it. Um, but it is like the new kid on the block. It is all audio. So there's no visual, there's no video, can't see anyone. Um, it's like chat rooms. It's like kind of like a modern version of, you know, AOL chat rooms, except you use your voice to chat. Um, different people can talk at different times and you come on stage. Um, and yeah, it is, I think that's probably the best way that I can describe it is a, the actual voice version of, of a chat room. So like I said, I have secured my handle over there. Uh, my girl, Anna Hartman, movement rev inviting me over you have to you have to have an invite to join um so it's like exclusive but not um, but she brought me over there or asked me to join and i was like all right cool let me just get my handle and i am not uh, i don't want to say i'm not convinced of the value it's just not for me at least not right now um from what i'm seeing and you know this is kind of a cursory view of things 
who's on it right now seems to be a lot of other like business people, right? So we'll call that B2B, so business to business. So it's kind of what I do, which is like I coach other professionals. I am not going to the general public to teach them exercises. That I used to, right? That was B2C. I actually didn't look like that that much. I prefer to teach other movement professionals about movement and now teaching them about business. So what I'm seeing right now, typically we see that like early adopters are often someone that has like financial gains, something like that. Uh, and they'll be the ones to kind of venture into it. And I, I am seeing a lot of uh, business folks on it. So I don't want to say that business folks and you think there's only like people that do business, but I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that the end user is on there just yet. So let's say that you typically go to the general public, general public or general population. That's who you sell to. I'm not fully convinced that they're on there just yet. Not to say that they never will be on there, um, but from what I've seen, and again, that's largely based on the kind of rooms that I went into, it was largely B2C, B2B, which if that's your demographic could be great for you, right? If you're looking for other people to coach and you know, sell things to, then that could be amazing. Uh, so when we're thinking about, when you're thinking about, should you join Clubhouse? I want you to think about, you know, do some research, think about, you know, and go look and see who's on it. And think about what your goal is. Is your goal to sell to, are you B2B? Are you B2C? Keep that in mind. That should be, you should keep that in mind with everything. The 30,000 foot view that I, that I have of that platform and kind of the value is that it is all audio. So I do, and we're going to touch on this again as we move forward or later on as we move forward, but I do think that there's some screen fatigue happening, right? Before people were just on their screens, like for Instagram, but now you're on your fucking, and like for work, but now you're like on your screen all day. Right? So you, people that are doing work from home, they're on their screen. Kids that are doing schooling, they're on their screens. Parents that are teaching, they're like on their screens all day. So I do believe that there's a bit of just in general screen fatigue happening. So this could be a nice option for people uh, that it's all audio. I don't have to look at it. I don't have to look at the screen. I can do other things while I consume this information. Um, so that is a positive that's, that's there. Yes, it's just like any other platform, it's going to be about the experience that you create. So like if you're like the, the rooms that I went into, I was like, ew, already. That doesn't mean that all the rooms on there are ill, right? So I, I realize that. And I, I think that you as the, the user should realize that as well. Just like I talk about on Instagram, you create your experience. And if you follow shitty people, well, don't think that the whole platform is shitty. You're just following shitty people. So yes, the experience that you create and curate on there will matter uh in terms of another positive uh it's kind of like a podcast so for those people that are auditory learners this is great i personally am not i don't even listen to podcasts i have a podcast and one of the best things i did when, in starting a podcast was not listening to any beforehand so i, I had no comparisonitis there um, but for those people that like consuming information that way this is is good for them um uh, but it, it can be uh, maybe a little bit better than a podcast in that it's live, it's interactive, you're not so isolated. Like, you know, I always say this, like, when, you talk, when you're doing a podcast, you're kind of talking into the abyss. You're just, like, looking at a screen, looking at the microphone, like, I hope somebody likes this, and I can do a call to interaction and ask people to DM me and such, but it's not live. Right? It's, it happens after the fact. But thank you, those of you who text me and DM me and such and write, you know, emails. Thank you. I do appreciate that. And leave reviews, all of that. Thank you, truly. Um, but I personally, as it stands right now, am not 
you know, trying to use Clubhouse for anything. Um, again, I, I mean, I can see some of the value there. Uh, as you already knew that when I did this podcast episode, I wasn't going to be like, and this is why you should use it and give you the answer. Ultimately, you need to decide for yourself. I just want to put, you know, some information out there because one of the things that I see, and I'll talk about as we go into talking about TikTok, is that the early adopters just are so excited about it. I don't know if they're even truthful, but they just screaming about it's so good, it's so great, but like not saying why. And then the people that follow along afterwards, maybe they don't do enough research that they're like, okay, but what am I trying to get out of this? What am I trying to use it for? How can I make this thing fit what I what I'm actually you know, want? So wanting to lay those things out about Clubhouse, I probably will not be spending a ton of time on there. But again, like I said earlier, thinking about those, those other things of why I do something, I'm very established on, on Instagram. And I'm not looking for more eyes uh, in a different platform, a different media. I'm looking to double down on the eyes that I have and help have them help me grow. Uh, so we have different goals, right? I always want you to think about what, what is your goal? What's your purpose? Where are you at right now? If you're just starting out, this could be great for you. If you have the time, this could be great for you. If you love spoken word, this could be great for you. Uh, I don't know the strategies on there yet. I've heard that it's good to like go live with, I don't know, it's called, like, I don't know start a room. I don't know what it's called with somebody else. But again, that's not my medium. I have doubled down on Instagram. I know how to use that. Uh, and that's what I teach about. So if you're thinking about Clubhouse, I would look into it yourself. I, I would think about, again, your goal. What do you like doing? What are you good at? What are you currently doing? Uh, what are you currently having success with? Uh, and then also speak to someone that's actually doing it and actually having some good success. And when I say having success, obviously that's going to be dependent on what you view success as. But if the goal is to make money, if the goal is to get clients and customers, that's what you want to talk to someone about is someone that's using it and getting clients and customers, not someone that's like, yeah, I got a million followers over there. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But are you making any money? Are you making any sales? No, it's not all about money, but money matters. Uh, and so I, I encourage people to be asking about those other metrics. Uh, you know, like what's the engagement like? How is the community? Like how, how, what kind of relationships can you form with people over there? What kind of trust can you build on these platforms? So similar concept moving into TikTok. I did a post today about it. So this episode is going to go out next Thursday. It is currently Friday the, I don't even know the date. It's terrible. Friday the 12th. So this is going to go out on uh, Friday, February, excuse me. This will go out on Thursday, February 18th. But I did a post today. Um, I'll link it in the, I can't even link it up. I don't even know. Courtney, if you can link it in the show notes, amazing. Because uh, I did a reel about it. And I did what I call real talk. So I made a TikTok video um, about how, and I posted it as a reel. And I did it about how in early 2020, I was very anti-TikTok. And largely, you know, you know, Gary Vee was screaming about using it. And I was like, why? Well, what's, the, what's the end goal here? Um, and people were flocking to it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. But like, why is this for me? Uh, and then Rona hit and racism hit. And things got real heavy on Instagram. And I started using TikTok to make Instagram videos because I was like, people need a lighter way to consume. Or it, would, seems, it seems like people are craving, I should say, a lighter way to consume content. So I started making TikToks. I didn't move over to the TikTok platform. I started putting some videos there. I didn't, I didn't love it. I wasn't getting traction. 
Um, and it wasn't worth my time again, because I already have had, you know, an established audience, a family, a super fucking dope family on Instagram. So that's you know, the post talked about that, how I switched um, and why I switched or rather, I shouldn't say switch, why I started using it. But again, please understand, I don't post, I don't even post anything over on TikTok. I just use it to make reels um, for Instagram. And actually, when I first moved it over, I was making just regular videos for Instagram because reels didn't exist. And then, you know, Instagram was like, we're going to copy you because we don't know how to niche down. And started using reels. And so I I started making TikToks and using them for reels. It's just a better editor, honestly. TikTok is a phenomenal video editing um, app for free. So if we look at, if we take a step back, let's go to that 30,000 foot view of what, you know, TikTok is. One, the way that people consume content over there is audiovisual. The sound is on. It's important. It makes the video, it makes it fun. It makes it relevant. It makes it like what the video is. As such, understand that that user likes audiovisual content. That user learns in an audiovisual kind of way. I would contend that Instagram is a bit more visual learners. Uh, and that's why they like, and people that like to read. That's why the captions are long. Uh, people like to look at the picture. They don't need to have the sound on. And then they like to just read the captions. That's, that's, the, that's how I am. I think that's how most creators on Instagram are, which is why when Reels came out, people were just pointing to words on the screen because they're, they themselves were largely visual learners and, and visual teachers. I believe with TikTok... Uh, the, the, one of the issues is that there, there is no, uh, there's no caption. You're only allowed like 150 characters. So you have to actually deliver the message, deliver the content, deliver the, any kind of education that you may be putting out there during the actual video. I believe you get up to a minute now, but the thing is you want to be able to like, how quickly can you get this information across, build the trust before you ask for more, uh, more attention from people. So I think that's one of the issues that people have is that it can be difficult to build trust. It can be difficult to give a lot more information because there is no caption. I do, however, believe that the next step, though, let's say we have these audiovisual learners. I think that the next, if they wanted more information, they wanted deeper information, I think they'd probably move over to YouTube. All right. So if I was the big on, if I personally was big on TikTok, I would likely be looking to funnel people into uh YouTube, which is another social media platform. I get it. Yes, you want to ultimately get their email addresses, but I think that that's the next step of like where more information goes. I see people trying to move people over from Instagram, excuse me, from TikTok to Instagram, but I'm not fully convinced that it's the same user. It's not that they don't like the same things. They don't consume content the same way. So if you are able to get some people from TikTok over to Instagram, I think it's largely the people that are a bit more on the visual side of that audiovisual learning you know, spectrum there. Uh, does this mean you should join or shouldn't join? Again, it's what do you, it's about those things I, I, I posed earlier on. What's your goal? What do you like doing? What are you good at? What are you currently doing? How, what is currently working? I, I, then, once you've thought about those things, asking someone who is doing really well on that platform and seeing, you know, quote unquote, doing well based on the metrics that we can see, which is really like, you know, followers. And then asking them, like, what is this translating into? Like, are you getting sales from this? If that's your goal. If your goal is like just to have fun, fuck, man, do whatever, do it all. 
But if you are coming at this from like, you know, the business perspective and like, is this going to be worth my time? I think these are a few things to consider and look into and, and really think about what will move what will move the needle of course you're going to have to devote time whether it's clubhouse tiktok instagram whatever you're gonna have to devote time to that platform do not expect to blow up overnight i think that is one of the the drawing features of tiktok is that you could go viral quote unquote at any time right that's it's kind of like pulling the lever on the slot machine you're like is this the video is this the one is this the one? Whereas that doesn't exist on Instagram. Users are a bit more discerning. I don't know whether it's the algorithm, algorithm, whatever. One video typically won't just like put you on the map unless it's some sort of very largely entertaining kind of video. And then in that case, you're likely trying to you know, blow up as an entertainer, not as like a physical therapist. So it's like, yeah, I'll get a lot of views. I'll get a lot of people, but they're not actually going to be looking to come to my office for physical therapy they're going to be like hey make another funny video make me laugh clown right so these are some things to to think about ultimately i think that you know my, my prediction moving forward is that written content is going to make a, a comeback i think blogs may make a comeback um why because like I said earlier, I think that all the Zoom is fatiguing people and they're not like wanting to watch another video. They're not wanting to watch a long thing and not spend, spend more time on the screen. This is not to say that if you listening to this are a, are a, a vlogger and you're crushing it on YouTube, yeah, th- those things will stay. They're not going to die. Right? I hate when people catastrophize things and they're like, it's the end of email. It's the end of whatever. I'm like, it's not. There are people that, you know, have come into these new things and they love it. So, you know, for example, people that moved online, that will always be there now, right? So like for my in-person teachers and things like that, the online component will always be there. When I say that there's some screen fatigue, I don't mean that for everyone. Some people love it and they're just like, I'm so glad that I have this flexibility in my schedule and I can do this now. I, I don't have to go in person to this thing. So these things will stay. Do not get me wrong. It's not like, oh, everything's dead and it's going to be just this other thing. But I I do uh, personally foresee the potential for written word to to come back. Again, it doesn't mean other things will fail. There will always be a market for it. But I think that because there's so much screen time going on, I think that people may trend back the other way. I could be wrong. Um, but that's kind of, that is what I personally am going to be spending more time on. And again, where I'm at in my journey may be very different than you. Right? I have already built an audience and they're super loyal. My family is the best. You listening to this, you are the best. Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying that it's not important to get, you know, new eyes and more eyes. But my concern is always focusing on the eyes I currently have and providing for them. Uh, and what I'm thinking in terms of if I'm going to try and get new eyes, I, I think the, the medium that I'm going to look to focus on is more about the blog and the newsletter, right? Focusing on writing to my email list more. Um, I'm kind of, you know, watching what Ramit does. And I think he has a phenomenal system. I'll link his Instagram in the, the show notes. I think he's a phenomenal business acumen. And 
you know, he actually is very transparent. And again, this could be his marketing, right? You see oftentimes people when they market, they just like shit on other things. And they're like, well, this is why this other thing is so bad. Uh, but he, he's talked about how he's done other things and how he's run ads and how he's run challenges. And you get a lot of people on the list, but like they don't convert. Um, and so just seeing what he's done and just seeing how he, you know, he's, his site is set up and the things he gives away. And, you know, I'm on his email list and that's how I, I love consuming his content that way. But again, I like this style of... Uh, of learning. So there may be a little bit of a like confirmation positive bias there, but kind of tying into what I said earlier, that there's always gonna be a market for different things. That's the market that I'm going to look to capture. Do I think that there's a market for video? Yes, but that's not how I want to be spending my time and making long form YouTube videos and things like that. Um, It's a lot of work. It's not what I do best. Um, I like writing. I know that I can write. Um, and I think that there will be more of a market than perhaps there is now. Like there used to be a huge market for blogging and then it kind of went down. I do think that maybe that's going to turn around a little bit. Um, as for the, the audio component, that's why I have a podcast. Yes, there is something nice about the live component of Clubhouse. So maybe I'll dabble. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but I know that I'm thinking about what's going to move the dial the most. And I'm going to do that first. It doesn't mean that I don't do other things ever, but I focus first on the biggest dial movers, the biggest needle movers. And to me, that is, you know, continuing to create the content that I'm creating, staying niche specific, and next, moving into more of that written uh, content. And I'm able to repurpose the content that I already have, right? So I can take, for those of you that also write long ass captions, copy and paste those things, copy those things, and make them into a blog on your on your website. Make it things a little bit more searchable. Right? We know people can't search stuff on Instagram. Instagram's trying to do that and like making the the guides feature. I mean, I've always used hashtags to kind of like group my posts together, but still, it's not as searchable um, as if it's on your website. So, I think that is something. If I'm going to give a prediction, if I, you're going to ask what what I think people should be doing, or at least what I'm going to be doing, it's that. Should you join Clubhouse? Should you go on TikTok? That is going to be up to you. What is your goal? What do you like doing? What are you good at? What are you currently doing that's that's working? Right? Are you established somewhere already? Okay, how about if we double down from that? How about if we think about the user that's on that platform? Because that means that you attract this kind of person. Where else might they be? How else might they like to consume content? And perhaps do that first. Okay, I should probably wrap this up because it's long and there's a lot of information in this one, but I managed to keep like myself calm as I spoke because I, I've, I've actually been having this conversation a lot recently. Um, and I'm I, like, a lot. And I'm excited about it. Um, and I, I think I'm excited because I get to do some new stuff and, and kind of move into a different medium and, and focus on, you know, put some, some written content out there. Uh, and just, you know, do some new some new things. I, I've been spending a lot of time playing volleyball. I'm cool with it. I haven't been creating a ton of, of stuff. I've just kind of been sitting back and looking and watching and listening and, and seeing where people are at, um, which is largely why I started making, again, like I said, started making those TikTok reels because um, it kind of felt like this is where people were at. Um, and I'm, I'm just keeping an eye out. Again, yes, the confirmation bias could be there where I'm just looking for people who are screen fatigued. But if they're there, then that means that there's a market for it. So... I would actually love to hear your thoughts on this, where you think things are going. Um, if you're on Clubhouse and you're, you're loving it, 
um, why you're loving it. Like that's a big thing too. Remember when you talk to someone and they're like, I love this platform, ask them why. Is it because they have a lot of friends there? Is it because they, you know, get attention there? Uh, is it because it's just their favorite way to communicate? These are all great things. But if your goal is to make money, then also be asking them, are you making money from it? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, if your goal is just to, you know, meet new people, then ask them that and then go where you can do that. So as always, I have no specific answers for your specific case. I hope that I've given you some some things to think about. And like, like I was saying before I interrupted myself, I would love to hear your thoughts um, or experiences with Clubhouse, with TikTok, with where you think things are going. And if you listening to this happen to be an SEO specialist, I would love to chat with you. I know sh- jack shit about SEO. And I actually, if you... Someone wrote to me in my emails, I don't know, a few months ago and asked about SEO. And I was like, fuck SEO. Because it wasn't working for me. It wasn't something that like I needed. Um, so I was like, my personal experience is fuck SEO. I don't get people from that. I am looking at something else now and looking to learn more. And when I learn more and I've tried it out myself, I'm more than happy to share more. So... If you listening to this are an SEO master, please slide into DMs or text me 310-737-2345 and let's chat. I'd love to learn. Um, I'm not going to pick your brain. I will gladly sign up for a, a paid consult with you by all means. I'm not trying to pick anyone's brain. It's the worst. But yeah, my thoughts on Clubhouse, my thoughts on TikTok, my thoughts on what is coming Uh, my thoughts on what I'll be doing. All right, officially gonna wrap it up. As always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. Until next time, friends, maestro. Maestro.